Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we're scheduled to talk to uh, Jim Van Stone of Monumental Sports and Entertainment tomorrow morning. Uh, so we'll have that for you, uh, assuming everything goes okay, uh, on this whole project um, by uh, Monumental and all that good stuff. Um, we'll do, obviously, a lot more football tomorrow, being a football Friday and all the games coming up and the dog Thursday night game and all the changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Um, coming up for the commanders, but I wanted to get back to real quickly this before we get to, um, lap and tippy and you at three Oh one, two, three Oh zero nine eighty. So ESPN did under the radar candidates who could get interviews. And I think most of you guys will squawk at these names. We know Boy Wonder Ben is going to get a head coaching opportunity. Just a matter of where and who he takes interviews with. Dan Quinn likely to get a head coaching opportunity. Again, man, matter of where. Raheem Morris, Rams offensive co- uh, defensive coordinator, former Bucks head coach, former Washington assistant. He should get serious consideration. And I've mentioned him as being one of the four or five defensive coordinator candidates that I would absolutely bring in for an interview. Bengals defensive coordinator, Lute Anarumo. But they don't qualify as the quote-unquote under-the-radar sleeper types. Instead, as ESPN points out, we've touched on this, when the Dolphins were here, Frank Smith, their offensive coordinator. They didn't call a place. But he's obviously heavily involved. And you hear Biennemi again today. Again today, say, I've been calling plays for more than just this year, guys. I've been doing this for five years. The enemy knows that his perception that he was not a play caller until this year has hurt him. Second week in a row, or second time in a row that he spoke, because there was a week in between, where he has challenged and ruffled feathers, challenged, and made it very clear, perception-wise, that he has been a play caller for now six years. Now, nobody would dispute that 
Eric Bieniemy hasn't didn't call some of the plays in Kansas City and didn't have a very big part of the offense. But the reality of the situation is Andy Reid was the primary play caller. So, whatever. Frank Smith, as far as we know, of the Dolphins, does not call any of the plays. He's heavily involved, but he doesn't call any of the plays because Mike McDaniel. But he now comes from that tree. Obviously a top unit. Speed, speed, skill, what have you. Then there's, as ESPN points out, Steve Wilkes, who was under Rivera, who was the Arizona head coach for a year who was the interim head coach for the Panthers at the end of last year, who a lot of people thought was going to get that job, did not. He instead takes the San Francisco D.C. job because a lot of people, D'Amico Ryans, Robert Sala, have gotten head coaching positions out of that. So that's a name that, again, is out there. I would imagine you would interview Steve Wilkes But if you interview Steve Wilkes, that's interesting, right? I think people would go bananas. Why? Because he was one of Ron Rivera's right-hand men. But if if Marty Herney, if Marty Herney is doing advising here or consulting, does he say, hey, That's a guy you got to bring in here. At least talk to him. I think so, right? So Steve Wilkes is probably on that list. And I didn't put him on my initial DC who could be HC list. But he absolutely deserves consideration just on his own merit, but especially if Marty Herney is... Bending the ear of Josh Harris. Now, that would also be a little bit weird in that, you know, again, him and Ron, at at least as far as I know, are close, tight. That would be a little bit weird. But weirder things have happened. Here's a name that's interesting that doesn't get a lot of mention, but would fit the mold of young offensive coordinator, offensive mind, well-schooled in a successful system, Press Taylor, Jaguars offensive coordinator. Been working with Doug Peterson. I think he was in Philadelphia as well. Top 10 scoring offense past two years. Taylor calls a lot of the plays, as they listed a significant portion of the plays. Also, Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald is another under-the-radar-ish Type name. Worked for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. John Harbaugh, of course, in Baltimore. The Ravens defense has been revitalized. Lou Anarumo, again, is a name that I've mentioned a bunch. I know defensively they have struggled at times this year, but what part of that is because the offense was so beat up and struggled so much early on. And then, just as Joe Burrow seemingly got going, boom. So, again, there are names that I don't think are going to excite the Commander's fan base. But should we just dismiss Press Taylor 
because he doesn't get as much press, pun intended, you see what I did there, as the boy toy Ben Johnson, the wonder kid. I mean, why should we throw out Press Taylor compared to Ben Johnson? I mean, like, I could see if you're saying, oh, Frank Smith, man, he doesn't call all the plays, you know, again, Mike McDaniel. Okay. But if Press Taylor, and and again, I, you know, somebody's going to have to help me out here. I'm going to assume that this is right. I don't study the Jaguars and who calls the plays. I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've heard of Press Taylor. I know he's been a big part of Doug Peterson's success. I assumed that Doug Peterson called most of the plays, but... Maybe Press Taylor does. I don't know. Just don't know. But, I mean, why would we just dismiss that? Because he's not a big, sexy name? And here's another name that might pop free that a lot of people in league circles have kind of trumpeted. Jairo Avero, defensive coordinator, Carolina Panthers. Now you say, whoa, no, we can't hire somebody on the defensive side of the ball. And certainly not somebody from a horrible-ass team like the Panthers. But go and look at the Panthers' stats. Their defense is not the problem. Their defense actually has kept them in games, given them a chance. I've mentioned Brian Flores a ton. I don't know if they would be willing to go there because of the controversial nature of Brian Flores' past, but maybe they would. Maybe they would. They should certainly talk to him. They should certainly talk to him. I don't know. I mean, people have asked me for my top five list, top ten list. It's still too early to do that. I'm still kind of formulating everything in my mind. But this show is about providing options, information, and entertainment. And I would say this. My list of people that I would strongly consider, or at least significantly consider, is no less than 10. I am not. I am not. Hiring Ben Johnson sight unseen on the spot just because a bunch of media reporters have trumpeted up the band for him. I am not doing that. And I wasn't doing that before his defense or his offense failed on Thanksgiving Day against the Green Bay Packers. And before it failed significantly on Sunday against the Chicago Bears. And before it struggled for about three quarters in between a hot start and a hot finish. The week before that. Boy Wonder Ben is on my list. Boy Wonder Ben is not at the top of my list. No freaking chance. He's on my list. He ain't at the top of my list. All right, let's get out to you. And we'll grab Tippy and Wheaton here on the Team 980. What up, Tippy? How are you? Mr. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. What's up, Timmy? Uh, Tippy, how are you? Good, good. Shout out to Maddie and all the Hall of Famers out there. Oh, gosh, that hurt. I just 
took the shank out of my back that Ted Leone put in there. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Wait, wait, Let wait. Me tell you. Wait, what was it that you took out of your back? The shank? A shank. What is that? Look it up. Okay. Get a prison dictionary and oh, look it up, brother. Okay. Come All on, right. man. All right, well, I didn't hey, know. You're the man, Rooster. Believe me, you're the man. But you need to take that list and throw it in the damn trash. We've got our man. Our man is Eric Bieniemy. He can only look so good with that defense, man. He he's got it all. Put him, give him the keys as soon as Ron's gone. And Ron, give him a job somewhere because that guy's an incredible human being, unbelievable. Hey, look, here's what you do: you t let him ask. They take if they take our team, we turn a negative into a positive. We got five hundred million dollars in the kitty. Here's what you do: we got to get behind our mayor. She knows what time it is. She's a great gal and a great mayor, but she's getting no support from us. Hear me out now. Here's what you do. We've got to end these kids hurting each other. We've got to end these kids jacking. Look, they're doing it just for a sport. They don't even take the car no more to the chop shop. They drive it three blocks and they run away. I'm sorry to get political on you, but look, this is how it is. You make an announcement, you get the mayor, you get Magic Johnson, you get all the prominent people in this city, and you declare war on these kids. And you tell them, we're going to kill you with kindness. We're going to be so nice to you that you're not going to want to hurt each other mm. so that you can spend a summer Friday night hanging out and having fun. What? This is a joke, man. Sick of it. Thank I was born five minutes in Capital One Arena. Okay, I know what I'm talking about. Hey, thank you for letting uh, me. All right, I hear the emotions that. in your voice. Thank you, Tippy. As always, I hear the emotions in your voice. I know everybody's fired up. I would love to find a way to embrace the youth of America and you know anyone that's committing crimes and prevent them from committing crimes. I don't know if there's enough time, resource, money, people, what have you. Crime is always going to be there. But there's certainly things that we can do. There is no doubt about that. If they really want to invest in Chinatown, in Penn Quarter, in that area, arena or no arena, there's things that we can do. They don't want to do them because they don't bring in money. That's the problem. Too often governments, businesses, corporations, businessmen are, hey, I only want to do... What makes us money? I mean, it happens in radio and TV all the time. Why would you spend $15 million a year on Stephen A. Smith? Somehow, someway, ESPN has figured out, I assume they're right, I don't know if they're right, that Stephen A. Smith brings in 20 or $30 million worth of revenue by himself. I don't know how legitimate that is, but that's why they do that. Right? So... That's the problem. Fixing the problems in a city, in a state, in a building, in a organization or whatever, people only or usually and primarily 
only take it seriously if they think they can make money out of it. By the way, I looked up shank. I mean, obviously, there's a you know, I've heard the term in, in golf and whatever. But I guess the informal definition is a slash or stab, especially with a makeshift knife. Uh, and I guess, uh, you know, shank is also referred to as a person's leg, which I've never heard of. The part from the knee to the ankle. I don't know. I've never heard of that, but whatever. Uh, so there you have that. There you have that. Again, we're talking, uh, uh, you know, about the perception of do the commanders coming back to D.C., if that can be made, does that erase the stigma of losing the Wizards and the Capitals? And then on top of that, with this ESPN reporting, some of the sleeper names that we just went over, for and to replace Ron Rivera, one thing we have not today, other than Herney, talked about is the GM candidates. But again, what if Herney is a candidate himself? What if Herney is the senior advisor? What if he becomes, I don't know, I don't think he would, the president of football operations? I mean, he's not a business guy. So they would still need a business guy somewhere. But could he be the president of football operations and advise and control and direct who becomes the GM and therefore who becomes the head coach? Is it possible? Yes. 318, Team 980, more of your calls coming straight up. Uh, We'll get to Lap. We'll get to uh, Jensen. We'll get to you on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good to have you back with us. 322 on the Team 980. Still to come, dumb dumb of the day. About a half an hour from now. Greg Hoffman at 4 o'clock. Again, um, you know, we we spent the first hour and a half of the show talking about the monumental move and the perception and all that. 
perception, right or wrong, again, often is far greater than reality, but perception shouldn't be far greater than reality. The problem is, is that reality can't be proven until perception is rendered. What I mean by that is, forget what we were talking about the first hour and a half. The perception, if the commanders go out and hire Boy Wonder Ben, Ben Johnson, oh, they hit a home run. Oh, they got a real one. Oh, they hit a grand slam. Oh, now we're cooking. Look at this, baby. Now we're real. Until it goes splat. But we won't know the reality for a long time. We won't know the reality for a long time. Just like the perception of hiring if they turn around and hire, again, Raheem Morris or Mike McDonald or Steve Wilkes, the perception is going to be horrible. The reality might be very, very, very different. And teams, executives, owners, businesses, I mean, I've been a part of it in radio for 28 years, hire often based on perception. People listen, people consume, people trust based on perception, oftentimes more than reality. We are a perception world. Right or wrong, we are a world based on perception. Uh, let's get back to the calls. You can talk about uh, either of those issues. Uh, let's get to, uh, let's go to Jensen in Burtonville. Uh, right here. What's up, Jensen? How are you? Hey, Rooster. I got to compliment you on your uh, shink research. Oh. Uh, outstanding. Well, thank you. I, also, mean, I, uh, I, mean, I mean, Google helps, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as I hang up, as soon as I hang up, I'm going to go to the Odyssey app and download Tippy because uh, I work with uh, youth athletes. So we're going to use that on the dangers of drugs. Why not to use drugs? Oh, that's uh, all right. That that now that is a good thing. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that you were a part of that. Yeah, and and and, yeah. and Tippy, just so you know, Tippy has some strong, strong, strong opinions and views. You know, he's not for everybody, but I'm all for any any way we can make our youth, whether they be athletes, white, black, male, female, whatever. Yeah. Any way we can make yeah. our youth better people and better adults and yeah. better members of society, I'm all for. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I think the first step would be uh, those two youths to uh, acknowledge a policy to be Rob. That'd be, that'd be a huge step. And uh, if I was going to throw one more thing out there for research, I would uh, encourage anybody to research Sheila Lucas. And uh, once you research that, you'd realize uh, maybe Potomac Yards isn't far enough from D.C. But no, that's uh, that's my humble opinion. But one thing I want to throw out to you is uh, I think sometimes in order to guide a excellent conversation with these coordinators and things it's helpful if you know you or your staff had uh a cheat sheet that would show each and every coach and the defensive coordinator and the cheat sheet would show like who calls the plays and who doesn't mm -hmm. because i was on board right away last year when i knew 100 percent that eb was not the offensive coordinator in 
Kansas City. And I only know that because my brother played for Andy Reid back in the early 2000s. And Andy Reid, if you're going to hire a coach, uh, he would be the number one to go to. I would hire him for the dad for a million dollars. My brother tells a great story of how Andy Reid's kids, or one of them was uh, had an overdose and was in the yep. hospital, and Andy Reid didn't miss a beat. Didn't cut the meeting short, didn't miss a beat. So when it comes to football, Andy's all in. And one thing we all know about Andy is he is a egomaniac, narcissistic egomaniac. He ain't turning any OC over to EB or anybody else. It's uh, it's his handiwork. So I think like the the sell job we got last year talking about perception is that the perception was that EB was an offensive coordinator from high-powered team. But nobody ever took a step back and asked EB, why would you take a lateral move to a lesser organization that's right. in absolute turmoil? Well, he, so well here, here, the people did ask him that question, and he, and, and he, and he answered it as, you know, in, in different ways. But clearly he, he did get a promotion in terms of role and responsibilities here as the assistant head coach, the ability to shape schedules, run meetings, run practices, do this, do that. Some of the stuff that's rub players the wrong way. What is in question yeah. right now is EB saying twice in the last two weeks, hey, man, I've been a play caller long before here. Mm-hmm. Not just here, long before here. That is what is you know in some question right now. And I don't know if we're going to get – I don't know if we're going to get the right answer because everyone's perception yeah. is that Andy Reid did 95-plus percent of it in Kansas City. Yeah, and I think if you look at uh, EB's body of work this year, if you evaluated him on a, from the perception like you talk about as a first-year brand-new offense coordinator, you kind of give him some leeway. Yes. But if you look at it from the perception of this guy is a well-sharpened knife, he's ready to do business, you'd be like, oh, what do we get? You know, that's a great point, Jensen. I'm glad you made it because I've been willing to say, hey, you know what? First year as a primary play caller, as the play caller, as the guy, I'm willing to say, okay, he wants to drop back and pass too much. All right, I don't like it. I'm willing to grow. I want to see how this works. I, you know, I don't want to run the, yeah. all these different things that we've talked about all throughout the year during the meaningful portion of the schedule. But if he's if he keeps contending that he's been a play caller yeah. for five years before coming here, then I have less defense, less room to say, hmm, okay, all right. You know, so yeah. again, now, again, is that perception? Is that reality? He's trying to create maybe a perception. As opposed to a reality. I don't know. I appreciate the phone call. I gotta let you run. We're up against it. Uh good call though. Good call. Um, and by the way, um, he mentioned um, uh, he mentioned a, a name that I, I was just you know kind of you know looking. Listen, I mean, there is crime everywhere. There are people, unfortunately, that lose their lives and get severely hurt. You know, just as innocent people. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. You know, again, I mean, you know, you you have people that shouldn't have guns for what whether they're violent people and mean or whether they're sick mentally and ill in that way. You have people that, for whatever reason, get mad and don't know how to, you know, there's all sorts of different things. There's all sorts of different things, but... 
What I would say is this. What I would say is this. We can all go a long way to helping each other out and to helping society out, if you will. We can all go a long way to doing that if we simply just have a little bit more decency and respect for each other. And I'll raise my hand because, like, at times I'm a lunatic on the road. I, I, I just can't stand people that are, are driving recklessly and I get mad and aggressively, recklessly and aggressively. And I get mad and I beat my horn and I give them the finger and I curse at them. And I'm causing a problem. I'm not handling it right. In every other way, I handle everything right in terms of treating people well and all that stuff. I'm not perfect. I'll raise my hand. I don't want to toot my own horn. Beep, beep. <laughs> no, no. Weighing in. Even when he's not here. Even on a day off. Guy's got a day off today. He's still part of the show. Still a part of the show. Got to make got to make sure the young young buck, the youngest and angriest in charge, gets his words in. Beep, beep. All right. <laughs> 332. Team 980. Let's do a final trending alert and then a final round of your phone calls. All right. The Capitals are back in action tonight after a weekend sweep of the New York Rangers at home. Then the Chicago Blackhawks less than 24 hours later on Sunday night at the UC in Chicago. Been off since then. Tonight, all they have to do is figure out the 15, 10, and 3 surging Philadelphia Flyers. 7 o'clock faceoff, 645, the coverage, 1067, the fan, and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, over here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, we have Thursday night football, and quite honestly, it's not the most appealing matchup. No Justin Herbert, no Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. It is an AFC West matchup between, again, the Raiders and the Chargers. It's yours. 7.30, the pregame coverage via Westwood One, Team 980, and the Odyssey app. And as we told you about last hour, Jalen Milrow of Alabama going to return, he says, for his senior year in Tuscaloosa. He made that announcement earlier today, and that's what's trending. All right, down the stretch we come. Let's get your final phone calls in here before Dumb Dumb of the Day. Craig Hoffman coming up at 4 o'clock. Let's go to our guy Lap right here. What up, Lap? How are you? Hey, what's up? Real stuff. What's up, Lap? Um, yeah, I'm hoping that they, you know, really put strong emphasis to try to get the commanders here, you know, to D.C., um, especially with the news we got with the Caps and the Wizards, man. Um as far as Eric Bieniemy, you know, I want him to be the head coach. I don't think we should let him, you know, out the building without giving him, you know, the interview and the job, you know. Um, the worst-case scenario, you know, the interview. Um, so I guess we just have to see, you know, what happens, man. Um, but Ron, man, I mean, he, he got to go, man. I mean – well, I mean, well, that's going to be taken care of. He don't seem I, like he don't care. Yeah, that's going to be taken well, care of, Lap. But, like but I'm, I'm more curious why you think Eric deserves not only consideration in an interview, which I totally agree, but why you think he deserves the head coaching job. Is it just because? Well, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you two reasons why I think he should be. One, one is that he is, 
you know, it's been rumors for him being, you know, trying to be a head coach for the longest, man, and he's well-deserving of it. Two, we don't have to worry about what the identity of the team is going to be. You know, when you have a coach that's a defensive-minded, offensive-minded coach, your identity is on the team. So that's your strength of your team. So we know the strength of our team will be offense. And with Ron, we don't know what his strength is supposed to be defense, but that's not the identity of his team. We have no identity. So until we get somebody in here with an identity of what the team is going to be, then we can go from there. Here's but we my, can't here, here's, improve and make he, changes and grow. But here's my problem. But that's, that's and, and given, I, but that's I agree with what you're saying. Coach. I agree with what you're saying, but here's here's my issue. What if okay. they hire Eric Bieniemy, who again has helped develop Sam Howell in an interesting sort of way, is how I'll say it. The offense hasn't been good enough, but it's been better in a lot of ways. What if they hire Eric yeah. Bieniemy and they don't root out some of the problems, some of the poison of guys that resisted Eric Bieniemy's coaching style, and? Again, they don't root it out, and then we have these problems again in year one of a head coaching regime, and what if things go sideways next year? And, again, we're sitting here at four and nine. Uh, then it's possible that Eric Bieniemy well, well, could be one and done. Well, well let me ask you this, uh, Rooster. You know, to answer your question, we won't know the answer to that until we try it. That's the thing. We don't, we don't get outside the box. The problem, another problem with this organization, we keep hiring our good boy buddy friends. You've seen Bruce Allen. You've seen Vinny Serrato. You've seen Ron Rivera. You keep hiring these good boy buddies. So get somebody, you know what I'm saying, of course he's going to be under the Andy Reid tree, you know what I'm saying, but get somebody that's outside the box, you know, somebody that makes you uncomfortable, somebody that wants the best for you and challenge you. You know, I think Terry needs to go to another level. A lot of players on the team can go to another level. Someone that's and willing to ruffle to some feathers. That, yeah, someone that's willing to ruffle some feathers. I'm all for yeah, that coaching style. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to work. I'm not sure if he's done enough to absolutely say they should hire him as the head coach. But what I am absolutely well, well, sure of is his coaching style. I like. I am well, totally well, well, on board with that. Coach? Huh? Would you want a younger coach? Because I know uh, some callers before in the past might have yeah. wanted somebody that's more relatable ideally, to the, I wanted, the younger players. Yeah, ideally, a I want a more kind of style coach right. or future kind of, you know. Ideally, I want well, a, some I, of those candidates that you selected. I mean, what you talked about earlier, I think you only selected one. Is he more relatable that you think? Raheem? This next generation of yeah, it was one guy off that list. Yeah, that I, said, I, I think I, I think I said Raheem, but I mean, listen, I think Raheem and Dan uh-huh. Quinn and those guys are absolutely relatable. I do. I don't know about Brian yeah. Flores. Brian Flores seems to be like a badass and like a, yeah. you know, kind of a more stoic kind of a more stoic kind of closed off personality that that's just perception mm-hmm. but so does Mike Tomlin right and nobody would question that Mike, yeah. well except for one uh, dummy in Pittsburgh that Mike Tomlin shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame shouldn't you know isn't a good coach or whatever and that's my point I appreciate you lab uh, I mean there's so many different things like I'm not a, here's what I'm not a big fan of hiring a 37 year old who's never been a head coach before who I don't know if he can be a head coach out of the shadow of Dan Campbell. Sorry. Not a big fan. I might be totally wrong. Not a big fan. And I know that would 
come come back to haunt me and say, well, Rooster, you, you champion Mike McDaniel all the time. That, it's exactly what it is. And I guess the difference would be is I knew Mike McDaniel. And I, I knew the people that knew him intimately knew exactly what he was all about. And he did earn his spot. And even that was a risk for the Miami Dolphins. If you don't think that was a huge risk, of course it was. And sometimes you have to take that risk because you can hire a veteran, a stoic veteran like Frank Reich, and it doesn't go well. And boom, out in a year, less than a year. I mean, so again, every team does things a little bit different. It's just a preference. It's just a perspective that we each one of us have, and each one of us like different things. Uh, let's get to Jeff in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Hey, Chris. How's it going? What's going on, Jeff? Um, shout out to Tailgate Ted. He's 13-1 and going into the Fantasy League playoffs. That's impressive. Atta by any boy, standard. Tailgate Teddy. Absolutely. Um, do you think Jason Wright is going to be here to be involved in the new coach hire? Uh, if I had to take my guess, no. I mean, okay. and he wouldn't be involved, per se, in the direct coaching hire unless Josh Harris empowers him in a different way than how he was hired. Okay. I, um, I, I, my, I thought his role was team president. Or well, something. he is team president, but the original way he was hired and approved by Ron was that he had nothing to do with football operations – but Jason has had, at times, and this is why Jason and Ron aren't chummy-chummy, from what I understand, is, you know, Jason has, from time to time, gotten, you know, more involved in football operations than, let, you know, than Ron has wanted him to. Let's just call it that. Okay. So he, he's trying to shop and buy. What was the Parcells thing? Go to the grocery store and cook the food or right. whatever. Right. Something like that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Listen. Jason has done a lot of good things. Jason has done some things that have blown up in his face. I think by and large, he is not held in high regard by the fan base. I don't know how he's held by the Josh Harris group. What I do know is that you can do a lot worse than than, than Jason Wright. I I do know that. Okay. I I know this, that if he's properly supported and if there isn't the chaos and dysfunction and just anarchy that goes on around here – uh, or that did go on around here, that I'm sure Jason could do a better job. The problem is that he's never going to be able to be sold to the fan base, the buying public, because of who hired him and because they view him as the assassin that that uh, created the commander's name, which they hate. Gotcha. Quickly on the Caps and the Wizards, is my memory wrong that Abe put the money up and built Oh yeah. The then MCI oh, with his own Abe, money. Abe did it. Yep. I yeah, think and, I, I believe you know, I don't know for sure. I believe it was one hundred percent privately financed, but I'd have to do some research on that to make sure. Okay. And I, you just think back, thirty years ago, nobody would have went to that neighborhood. No. Just like no. twenty years what twenty years ago, nobody would have gone by Nats Park. Absolutely. And I just don't I, I don't know if Potomac Yards needs that level of revitalization. I mean there's an unbelievable pizza restaurant by Verizon Center, a great barbecue. I mean, there's so much to do down there and so many great places. I understand the world is driven by money. I'm not stupid or naive. So um, I, I just, I, 
Well, monument, monumental like is I, saying, look, we this isn't about leaving D.C. This isn't about not getting what we want from D.C., which is all the publicly right things to say, that this is about what we couldn't do in D.C., which I believe to some degree, I believe to some degree, certainly, that there are more things you can do in Alexandria than you could at Capital One Arena. However, could a compromise have been made? Could a different situation have been made? Could you have said, hey, you know what? What I've suggested all along, which was, you know what? Let's build a new arena, an entertainment complex on the side of RFK. Forget about the football. Let's take care of the people that have been yeah. good to us. And they never considered yeah. that, apparently. Well, I, I think it's too bad. I guess time will tell. Yeah. So, all right, we'll get on to everybody else before Thanks, we Bill. close out. Appreciate you. Good to hear from you. Yep. Uh, appreciate it. Good luck to your Bengals. Uh, let's go to Steve in Annapolis to wrap it up. What's up, Steve? How are you? I, I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out where to go on my agenda. Uh, okay, let's start off with uh, uh, E.B. No way I want him to coach on this team. I do agree. Give him, uh, give him a interview and consideration and then thank you for your time see you later uh my biggest problem with uh with the enemy is is his inability to get this team to be able to pick up short yardage that's that's one of my major peeves with him but that's the one i'm going to talk about uh get being in third and twos fourth and ones and not being and and putting guys in shotgun when the team up there in philadelphia has figured it out uh, that's, that's, that just it drove me crazy during the season. No, I don't want uh, Eric the enemy. Who do I want? I don't know yet. It's going to depend on who they get as a, as a uh, general manager. Now, you were talking about um, uh, Ernie earlier. Uh, I listened yesterday to uh, Kevin's podcast, and uh, uh, Tom Lavero said uh, Ernie could kiss his ass, basically. Uh, he does not like him. Yeah, I don't that, know. I mean, I mean, Tommy, I love Tommy, but Tommy's a I, little, uh, he's a little, know. you know. He's a cantankerous yeah. guy. I've met him before. I'm just saying he knew him, too. And he said, you said you knew McDaniel. He said he knew Ernie. So, you know, I'm going to, he knows more than I That's do. fair. That's fair. Okay. okay. He now, definitely knows Ernie more than know, I do, I'll tell you that much. You what, said he had. Yeah, I said he, and, and he what definitely. He said, he would, yeah, he definitely knows Ernie definitely, more yeah. more than I know. Yeah, he said he worked with him at uh, I guess at the Times. Yeah, at I the guess. Times. I'm yeah. Not sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, the other two, and this is I'm going to finish with this. I'm going to I'm going to throw out Steve's Steve's uh, general manager in this draft or any draft. Okay, it is my belief that you can buy or trade for any position on an NFL football team except quarterback. A quarterback has to be gotten through the draft. If you look at the the best quarterbacks in the league today, they were gotten through the draft. And the reason why the best ones were gotten through the draft is because if you drafted them and they're any good, you don't let them go. That's it. End of story. And I would say in this draft, you know, the problem is if in any other draft other than this one, I would go for an uh, offensive lineman. I would pick up a stud offensive lineman to try to get him, take care of Howell. The problem comes down is, is there are two quarterbacks in this draft 
that if you have the ability, if they're sitting there when you're ready to draft, it would be negligent not to pick them up. And that's Daniels and Williams. I don't, I can't tell you a whole lot about Williams, but I will say I went to LSU. I saw every play that Joe Burrows played. I saw every play that Daniels played. He's better than Daniels. He's a mixture of Jackson and Burroughs. And if Daniels comes available, you got to get him. That's what I got to say. I, uh, I, I, take care. Appreciate you, Steve. Uh, uh, some good stuff there. And, and listen, Jaden Daniels probably has the best deep arm in this draft. He's going to be intoxicating. He's going to go, in my opinion, top three. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Very surprised. I think there's a more than good chance that you're going to go Caleb Williams, uh, Drake May, and and Jaden Daniels, one, two, three, in whatever order. All right, Dumb Dumb of the Day next. We'll wrap it up on a Thursday afternoon on the Team 980. Time to wrap up the show. Back with you tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And again, scheduled to have Jim Van Stone, president of business operations for MSE Monumental Sports and Entertainment. So we'll get to uh, ask him some questions uh, that I I don't think he's been asked uh, and maybe some more details on the future. But first, we wrap it up this way. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. All right, this was uh, in the Daily Mail. I think uh, somebody else sent this as well. Maybe it was Jeff in Vienna. I can't remember. Um, but Maddie also found it as well. Barbara Furlow Smiles. That's right. Furlow-Smiles. 38 years old, pleading guilty to stealing more than $4 million from Facebook. The problem is, is she was a Facebook 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 diversity manager from 2017 January to September of 2021. And of course, during that time, according to lawyers from the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Northern District of Georgia, she cheated and defrauded the company out of over $4 million. She charged Facebook fraudulent invoices, then received kickbacks and used the money to live a luxury lifestyle in California and Georgia. Apparently, uh, the accused is uh, accused, again, of paying for goods and services, uh, credit cards, uh, payments on PayPal, Venmo, cash app accounts, uh, buying stock, fake expense reports, buying luxury vehicles, uh, all sorts of different things. And, oh, preschool tuition, like $18,000 in preschool tuition. I mean, all sorts of different charges, all sorts of different allegations. I mean, she's 38 years old. I mean, she looks like anyone you would see in an office anywhere. Pretty good looking woman. 38 years old. She was the lead strategist, the global head of employee resource groups and diversity engagement at Facebook. And again, allegedly built $18 million. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, built $4 million. I'm sorry, more than $4 million. $4 million, I should say, 
to fund her lifestyle. Could you imagine? Honey, bad move on your part. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Barbara Erlo Smiles, 38. Looks like any person you would see in an office and instead is probably going to jail for the rest of her life. Greg Hoffman coming up next. He will take you home on a Thursday afternoon. Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to you who called and be a part of the show or on Twitter as well. Again, Jim Van Stone, Monumental. Expect to join us tomorrow afternoon. Football Friday as well. Until then, enjoy the uh, Thursday night football game. Ugh. Go Caps tonight in Philly. And I'll see you tomorrow at 1. Adios. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.